Welcome to the Encouragement Cafe with Luann and Friends, where the conversation is always hot and fresh. Comfort food for your soul is always on the menu, and friends are close enough to hug. Pull up a chair. We've been waiting just for you. Welcome to Encouragement Cafe. I'm Luann Prater, and today I'm so excited to introduce someone to you that I have grown to absolutely adore. And let me tell you why. This woman has a heart that is transparent, and she loves and is effervescent with her personality. And She's the kind that has like this Holy Spirit aura all around her. And when she walks into the room, you know it. You know it. You can see it. You can feel it. And I ask her to join me today because she's written a book that I think is key for all of us right now. I want you to welcome Maria Drayton, the author of To Know Him. Hey, Maria, thank you so much for being here. Hi, Luann. Thank you so much for having me. It is my honor and my privilege just to be able to share with you and the listeners. Well, let me tell you, Maria's book is something that is her passion, and that is helping people live victoriously. And the only way you say we can do that, Maria, is by getting to know him. And I think that is something that our world has kind of stepped away from. We've gotten involved in programs. We've gotten involved in things, but we really haven't focused in on our Lord and Savior. And your book is addressing that. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I couldn't agree more with everything that you just said. Uh, with with my walk with the Lord, it has been so transforming, um, not only in my life, but in the lives of my son, in the lives of my husband, um, even just in the lives of people that I work with. And I just want to be able to share what he's done for me and through me and in me with anybody that will listen mm-hmm. and that is my whole purpose uh for writing to know him um because it is so much deeper than just a surface experience when you really get to know who he is not what your grandmother told you not what you heard from somebody you know not what you read in the bible but when you really experience him for yourself Mm. It's a transforming experience. Well, I love the fact that you chose to write it down because so many times I think wisdom is discovered as we age and we go through things, but then we kind of let it go. And when we pass on from this life, it goes with us. And so the fact that you decided to write it down, I'd love to know What spurred you to do that? Well, (laughs) the most honest answer I could give is obedience. Mm. Um, That is that is truly the honest answer. I the Holy Spirit has told me back in 1996. And the only reason why I know it was 1996 is because I keep journals and he had me list things that he just was dropping in my spirit, just things that I would do, things that 
you know, that would happen in my life. And so one of those things was write a book. And that was back in 1996. And one day, and this would happen to be early 2000, I want to say 2004, um, I was meeting, I had a meeting with my pastor and I'm asking him questions because I was in the middle of a struggle and he just stopped dead in his tracks and said, you're going to write a book on intimacy with the Lord. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, wait, that's not what I asked you. That's not what we're talking about. And furthermore, how do you know that? <laughs> you know? <laughs> you know? And so that was a confirmation to me. But still, you know, I didn't write a book until two years ago, my first book. Mm-hmm. And so, so it still was years, you know, between between the Lord telling me that he was going to do it, confirming with me through my pastor. And then even when my first book came to play, he sent me a publisher before I even wrote the book. Mm. Wow. So I, I knew it was God. Mm-hmm. I knew it was the Holy Spirit saying, it's time, it's time, it's time to write it. You have to write your story. And so, so that's, that's how my, my first book came to be. Um, and then with to know him, it was it was very similar. Um, I won't say that my pastor said, "Oh, you're going to write a book. Mm-hmm. <laughs> another book," you know. But um, but it was still very similar, you know. Um, it was he dropping it in my spirit and and letting me know you need you need to get your devotionals out there for people to read, um, so that it's not just a one time they're reading it, but mm-hmm. they can go back. To these devotionals as a reference point. Maria, you are uh, an overcomer. And I think that our world right now, really, I, I know so many who struggle with depression, who struggle with loneliness, who struggle with relationships, and they need someone to tell them, you're not in this alone. And let me tell you how I overcame. Is that part of what your your journal, your I know uh, to know him is doing in in the pages? Absolutely, um, I would. I, I definitely would agree that what I am trying to convey in in those devotionals is the fact that hey, listen, if if the Lord is telling me this, then I can't be the only one that He's telling this to. Mm. You know, this is not only for me, it has to be for anybody that is really trying to get to know him and on a more intimate level. And so with with understanding that, I knew that, okay, since it's not just for me, you know, the word of God tells us that, you know, let the redeemed of the Lord say so, you know, let us let us share it, let us tell it, you know, and I think that so many people would get breakthroughs um, in their lives just by knowing, hey, listen, I'm not alone. Mm. You know, she she suffered depression. You know, she didn't have her father in the home. She she struggled with relationships with her mom. Mm. You know, she she struggled struggled with unforgiveness. Mm. You know, not only you know for myself, forgiving myself, but forgiving others. You know, so it's important for us to reach back. Once, once the Holy Spirit delivers us and shows us and shines that light on that area, you know, it's important for us to share that with others because that is what we are called to do. 
we overcome by the word of our testimony. And that is what we are called to do is share. Mm. Well, you think of every single person in the Bible that Jesus touched ended up being asked about it. Like, who touched my the hem of my garment? You know, who gave you your sight? And everybody had to admit, hey, this was a miracle. And every time that God shows up in our life and turns us around and helps us overcome those things that are dragging us down, that are, have been a stumbling block for us every time, then he also gives us an opportunity to share it. And then we get to do what you just said. We get to be obedient or not. Yes. Amen, sister. Yes. Yes. I would agree totally with that. You know, it's important for us to remember that where we were Mm. before we were touched by him. And when I write, I really try to not only take myself back to that moment, that moment of desperation, that moment of needing him and calling him and, and, and wanting more of him and desiring, you know, his touch. I try to take myself there so that that way I can communicate from that point of view mm-hmm. and touch those from that point of view that, hey, listen, I've been there. I know what you're going through. I remember the days when, you know, mm-hmm. I remember how he brought me out. Um, and, and, and I think that that's imperative for us as to remember, um, you know, where he's brought us from. Isn't it true that in life, everything we learn is through repetition? Right. We learn our ABCs. We learn our math problems. We learn everything by repeating it. And so God tells us in his word that we're to write it down and we're to remember and tell the stories to the future generations so that they will see how God came through. Now, if God told Moses to do that and then he told the Israelites to do that, It's important that you and I do that, that we tell the stories of how God shows up when we need him so that our kids and our grandkids can understand what it takes to be an overcomer. And I think, Maria, you are spot on with the things that you've written and you've got a personal testimony that really takes us to that place of knowing that this is not just words on a page. This is something that you lived. Yes. I mean, there's so many places in my life where I look and I see him. I see his hand. I can literally see his hand. Now, maybe I couldn't see it then, you know, (laughs) maybe in my frustration and my desperation, I could not see it. Um, But when I look back over my life, I can totally see where the Lord showed up, sometimes even carrying me when I couldn't even walk on my own. And I think that by me sharing these stories, I I leave them to the future generation, not only my son, but those coming after me. I want there to be a legacy, not a legacy of me, but a legacy of the Lord and how he brought me out, Mm. how he touched me how he healed me. And that is ultimately my whole goal. And and the Holy Spirit's whole goal is to let the reader know, you are not alone. I'm no respecter of person. What I did for her, I can do for you. Mm. Just hold on and keep the faith. Mm. 
That sounds like a whole lot of songs I love to sing right there. <laughs> I think you just mentioned several titles that I'm like, oh, yeah, I got that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, isn't it true, though? I mean, for me, when uh, I f- struggle and fight with those feelings of insecurity and those feelings of I don't know if I'm alone uh, in my struggle, Sometimes actually singing about something that I've just gone through, and I know there's a song about it. Sometimes if if I just belt it out as loud as I can, you know, I might scare the neighbors or my husband, <laughs> but <laughs> somehow it brings me back to that moment of get close to me, Luann, get close to me, because I have something I want to share with you. And Maria, I don't know if... If songs do that for you, but you just named off a whole bunch of titles that I thought, yes, that, that. (laughs) Listen, they do. They do. I mean, there are some, there's some mornings when, you know, my prayer time is not prayer time. It's song time. Mm -hmm. It's it's time for me to praise him um, in the morning and just to thank him. And, and I listen to just a myriad of just praise songs that will encourage me for the day. Maybe uh, that morning I woke up and I'm tired, you know, but by the time I get done praising him and and just worshiping him, he fills me with a renewed spirit, Mm. a renewed mind, a renewed will. And those are all things that, like I said, he is wanting to give all of us. You know, his, he says his grace and his mercy is renewed every day. Mm. And every day he has new grace and mercy for us. I mean, where would we be without that? Well, it's true. And I, I know for myself, there are days when I get up and I start my day, I just take off. And I, I, I typically have a very quiet wonderful morning routine but okay. when life gets busy i have gotten up and taken off and not had that alone time with him where i kind of let him start my new mercies you know in the in yeah. the lord because i'm like okay can i get back with you in a minute because right now this pressing need is calling me and you know what's great about god is that He never gives up on us. And I think he pats us on our poor little heads, Maria. And he says, hey, I have abundant life I want to give to you. But until you slow down and spend some time with me, I think you're going to miss it. And you're going to run right by it. Are you agreeing with that? I I so agree with you. This is new for me. Um, Probably in the last, I want to say, year that he had to stop me and say, okay, hold on, you're starting your days way wrong because I am not in the, in the morning, I'm not in your time, on your mind in the morning. The first thing you do is get a cup of coffee. <laughs> <laughs> hey now, there's nothing wrong with a good old cup of coffee. Listen, coffee and Jesus, man, that's listen, it. <laughs> listen, but it ended there too. Like it would start there and, that, and then I would be on about my day. But now it's coffee with God. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now it's, it's that. It's that communion time. You know, here's the thing. For for a whole decade, I would talk or pray to God and pray to God and ask Him for anything and everything, but more importantly, for Him. And all He would ever say was, trust me. Mm. That that was all the answer I would ever get, Mm Lynn. Trust me. 
Mm-hmm. And and it, it sometimes it frustrated me, but inevitably he wasn't saying anything else. So that's all I had to hold on to was mm-hmm. trust me. Mm-hmm. And now I consider it an honor to be able to be in his presence in the morning, commune with him, have him commune with me. There's things that he wants to tell us too. He doesn't want it to be a one-way conversation. Right, right. And so often we uh, we are just in such a hurry. And recently we've all had to slow down, whether we wanted yeah. to or not. And, you know, maybe it was God pressing the giant reset button. On our lives. And now maybe this is an opportunity for us to say, okay, I want to get into his word. I want to get in to what he wants in my life. And so, Maria, tell us how your book, To Know Him, can help our listeners really figure out how to do that. Well, it's, it's, it's biblical application for real life examples for real-life experiences, for real-life challenges. Uh, and and I think that so many people, you know, yeah, they have a desire to know more of God, you know, but are they really picking up the Bible? You know, you know, is it really sinking in, you know, all the stories, you know, from the Old Testament, from the New Testament? Does, you know, do, do they find it applicable in their lives? And so many, I can, you know, I can say that maybe so many people you know, find it hard to read the Bible, find it hard to apply that. So in my book, I try to make it easy, transparent. You know, some people like won't even pick up a Bible. So my book has to have scripture upon scripture upon scripture and an application to current day situations, current day struggles. You know, every people things that people are dealing with right now, um, not from 400 years ago. Not from, like I said, you know, what your grandmother told you. They need to know that he's there now, in right now, in what they're experiencing. And so that is what to know him is, is there to do, is to, hey, okay, listen, if, you, if you're not picking up a Bible, get his word, get application, find out how it applies to you. Maybe you'll see yourself in my story. Mm. And, you know, I think it's so easy for us to get distracted. And Mm -hmm. then, you know, we get kind of um, self-confident, maybe. Maybe that's the wrong word, but we just get self-reliant, maybe, where we've been handling things okay, and we're good. And, yeah, we know God, but, you know, we don't have to get crazy about it, you know, or we've heard about him, but we don't really allow him to be the center of everything we're saying and doing. And, What I mean by that, Maria, there's a lot of folks that go to church and check off the box. There's a lot of folks that maybe even go to Sunday school and check off the box. And maybe they do their little five-minute prayer and they check off the box. But they never take it any farther than that where it becomes the fabric of who they are. That you can't look at them like, the first time I met you, Maria Drayton... The first time I laid eyes on you face to face, it was evident. It was evident to me that the Holy Spirit was absolutely radiating from every pore of your body and it was pouring out of you. And that's that's what we all 
long for. That's when we find the the answers to what we're looking for. When we allow God to become a part of the fabric of our being by getting to know him. And pretty soon you're just so intertwined that there's no mistaking. When I look at Maria, that's a child of God. That is a princess right there. Oh, thank you, Luann. I mean, my prayer every morning is less of me, more of you. Mm. Less of me, more of you. Amen. And and that is 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 so what I desire is is to get is to know him on every level that he's he experienced when he walked this earth. I want to know everything. I want him to be a part of every everything in my life. Now, let me be honest. Is he a part of everything in my life? Probably not as much as he would like to be. <laughs> uh, but <laughs> we're works in progress, right? <laughs> but yeah, that's what I was just gonna say. It's a journey. Yes. It's a journey. And that's what he he's just so loving and so patient with mm. us. Mm. And 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 that is and that's what makes me love him that much more. Because he has been so patient with me. And although, you know, I haven't let him in every area of my life the way, like I said, he probably wants to be, he sees my heart. Mm -hmm. He knows that is my ultimate desire, is that he does infiltrate every area that, that when you do look at me, you see him, less of me, more of him. That's, that's the goal. And if you are here listening at the table with us today you've joined us today it's not by accident you know i have so many people that let me know that oh i stumbled onto the station and i heard the show well it's not an accident there's evidently something in today's program that you needed to hear that we needed to share that god was trying to get through to you on and so here's what i want to encourage you to do I want you to go and find Maria's book, Maria Drayton, to know him. And I want you to let this lesson of getting to know God become real to you, become personal to you, because he is longing for that relationship that maybe we've just put to the side and we've just been checking off the boxes, but we haven't really been letting him become a fabric part of the fabric of who we are. And so today, I want to give you that challenge. Maria, how can they get to know you a little bit better? And how can they get your book in their hands? Well, I think, well, I just uh, consider it an honor. So thank you for having me uh, on the station with you today. Um, Anybody that wants to find out more about me can look me up on the internet. I'm at uh, mariadrayton.com, um, and that's a, um, a easy way to, to find both of my books um, out there. I'm also listed on Amazon, so you can type in Maria Drayton right on Amazon, and uh, both books would come pop up, uh, and to know him would be the, the first one that you would see. So. All right. And I want to make sure you have the spelling of her last name is D-R-A-Y-T-O-N. And that's Maria. And Maria, you are a sweetheart. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for having me, Luann. It's been a pleasure. <laughs> All right. And may the God of hope give you the courage to encourage others. We'll see you back here next week. Thanks for joining us today at Encouragement Cafe with Luann and Friends, where women gather, friends laugh, and hearts mend. Let's continue our conversation. Hop online 
when you get a chance to sit down and breathe at encouragementcafe.com. Remember, this is God's ministry, so we ask for your prayers as we reach out to women in Jesus' name. We'll see you back here next week where we fill you up one cup at a time.